Hello, everyone. Welcome into episode 94 of the B-Team Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Busby, uh, and with me is no one. So technically today, I am just your host. My partner in crime, Benjamin, is getting a well-deserved week off for vacation. Um, so you're stuck with me tonight. And if you're wondering if this is weird, yes, it is. I'm currently staring at a computer that's just staring back at me. I have no one to look at but myself. It's freaky and I'm gross. We're going to get through it. So here's how tonight's going to go. We're going to have a very brief first part of the podcast. We have a couple things to wrap up um, from last week that we missed. And then the second half, we're going to bring in a, a special guest, a guest that you all have heard on here before. We're going to talk some NBA and we're going to have a good time. And then we're going to wrap it up and we're going to have an even better time next week. So, to start off tonight, the long-awaited NFL suspensions have finally been handed down. The player that was punished the most, and for pretty good reason, was Isaiah Rogers, the Colts' presumably starting cornerback. So, that's not great. Um, He was caught um, gambling. About $1,000 on his own team. It was a rushing total. I really hope he took the over. That would make me feel better. It said the bet won. So the Colts didn't win very many games last year. I'm assuming he took the under, especially with that run blocking that we had. But aside from that, uh, Rashad Berry from the Colts also got cut. Uh, They're both suspended indefinitely. I don't see how the ever come back in the league considering that they suspended Calvin Ridley for much, much less than this. Nicholas Petit Frere of the Tennessee Titans also got hit with suspension, six-game suspension. Um, He was betting on stuff that wasn't football, just happened to be at a Titans facility, which is dumb, but we can debate that another time. So, yeah, it's a good thing the Colts stacked up on three corners in the the draft this year because they're going to need it. And uh, if you don't know if anyone's good, go ahead and take a couple. Someone's got to pan out, right? That's just just good team building right there. God, this is so much better without Ben here to shame me for being a fan of such a shit team. So we finally had NFL news for the first time in forever. It wasn't great NFL news, but hey, football is football, and we take that here on the B-Team Podcast. The other thing that we need to touch on, Ricky Fowler won the Rocket Mortgage Classic, won a playoff over Colin Morikawa and Adam Hadwin. Ricky Fowler been playing good golf, big-time fan favorite. I don't think there's anyone that watches golf that doesn't like Ricky. He seems to be universally beloved and just like a nice guy in general. First win since 2019. His last win came at the, I believe the the open the waste open, in Phoenix. Um, or waste management in Phoenix, I should say. So yeah, a little bit over 1600 days. It was insane. Long time Duke coming for Ricky. We he had been in contention at the PGA this year, or the U.S. Open. One of those two. Every golf tournament blends in. That's not the majors in my mind. It's a real big flaw of mine. I'm trying to get better. 
shot a 94 the other day. No big deal. But, yeah, so congrats to Ricky. Uh, golf is good when Ricky's in contention. It's a lot of eyeballs on the sport. I typically shy away from that comment because sports are sports I'm going to watch regardless. But sometimes golf is better when certain guys are in the mix. So, like I said, that's going to be an abbreviated first part of this podcast. We'll have some NBA talk coming up for you all next. Did want to shout out our sponsor for this podcast, though, easywaytravel.com. That's easy-way-travel. You want to travel anywhere, locally, domestically, anything, you don't know what to do, go to easywaytravel.com. They'll build you out an itinerary, best things, fun things. You give a price point. Give a couple ideas of what you like. Uno presso buttono. Agenda pops out. Use code BTEAM at checkout for 50% off. That is B-T-E-A-M. 50% off at checkout. So if you want to get away, you remember those old Expedia commercials. Um, I should probably be expecting a cease and desist letter any minute now for, for even mentioning it. But if you want to get away, easywaytravel.com. That's the best way to go. So, yeah, thank you to them, and thank you all for tuning in to this little abbreviated segment here where you're just listening to my very mediocre voice. And uh, we'll see you here in just a second. All right, everyone, welcome back into this episode of the B-Team Podcast. I told you in the first half we have a special guest tuning in for the second. Uh, Please welcome on a voice you've all heard before, Jared Cox from the Ball Don't Lie Podcast. How's it going, everyone? Eric, thanks for having me back. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't do a I can't do an NBA segment and not have a guy from a podcast that's called Ball Don't Lie. It just wouldn't make any sense. It has been a while, but it's good to be back. Yep, yep. And we have summer league action, so it's not like the NBA has died down at all. Hey, amen to that. I love summer league basketball. Been betting heavy on it. Okay, that's just a degenerate. Hey, we all got issues. I got screwed the other night. I took the Grizzlies uh, plus three and a half, but one by two. Yeah, shout out Roddy for uh, that game-winning layup, though. And then I bet super hard on the Hornets, and they came back to F me. Brandon Miller looked like ass cheeks, by the way. Yeah, I was, you know, I was hoping maybe James Booknight would be the guy we all <laughs> thought he was going to be. Nick Smith Jr., maybe he'd ball out, but nope. A big Nick uh, Nick Smith Jr. guy. Oh, I'm a massive Nick Smith Jr. guy. Who's your? All right, pick one between him, Anthony Black, and um, was the guy that went to the guy that Walsh? went to? Huh? Was it yeah, Jordan Walsh? Walsh? Jordan Walsh with the Celtics. You got to pick. That's one. my favorite guy, or my uh, your favorite guy? guy. Ooh, favorite guy Walsh. I like it. Respect it. Because I think Walsh has the highest ceiling out of any of them. Really? Just because he can guard the one through the four on defense. And if he could ever figure out how to shoot it, he's lights out. I mean, that's that's just every basketball player. Uh, Black, uh, I think he's going to be a terrible fit with the Magic, but. Interesting. Uh, he, can't, he can't shoot it, neither can the Magic. So what, why add a non-shooting point guard? Yeah. Um, they did get Jed Howard, who shot, what, 40% from three last year at Michigan? But it's weird. Basically, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you took the wrong Michigan guy. So that's never a good feeling. 
And Jared, I think Nick Smith, oh, go ahead. No, you got it. Go for it. I was going to say, and I think just Nick Smith, He was he's all hype. He can't create a shot, can't finish at the rim. And then apparently I was reading from some Arkansas like insider guy that his knees are shot already. So That's a lot of bad things. Oh, yeah, it's not good. That's the reason why I fell like the 25. Yeah. Where did he go? I know he's in Philadelphia, right? No, Nick Smith. Nick Smith went to Charlotte. Okay. He feel like all the way like 25 or 27? 27, yeah. He was supposed to be a top 10, top three pick this year. You know who's supposed to be a top three pick next year? Who? Jackson. Um, Ronnie James, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize Jordan Washburn, 38. And then Anthony Black went six. And then we had Ricky Council, the fourth, went undrafted. Yeah. Well, what do you say we talk some uh, NBA free agency, huh? Dude, I, I am excited. Uh, For a bad free agent class, I feel like we have a lot to discuss. Definitely a lot of bad money got spent. <laughs> well, the now they have the – the new CBA, you have to spend 90% of the cap. So people are just throwing money around. Um, not the biggest thing, but something that just happened before we hopped on here. Grant Williams finally got traded, which Boston people have been saying was going to happen for months now. And it finally I'm really shocked he, he lasted this long. Same. I thought he'd be a day, he'd be one of the first couple guys that got signed on Friday. I'm also surprised that. I don't know if maybe I'm just jaded by how much money is getting thrown around, but I don't feel like four years for $53 million is that much for Grant Williams. I, he should have got the back. I mean, that's barely – Austin Reeves barely beat him. I mean, that's Austin the MLA. Beat. Or MLA. Uh, like I'm writing a paper again. That's the MLE. <laughs> <laughs> With all these abbreviations, it feels like it. There are so many freaking rules to the NBA uh, offseason. It's amazing. People, I'll, I'll have people ask me like, "Oh, how much money do the Grizzlies have to spend? What does what does this mean? Like, what is can you do this in the new CBA?" And my response is always, "I have no clue. Like, it's just so hard to keep track of." And then I just wait for like Chris Harrington or someone way smarter than me to say something, and then I'm like, "All right, that's what it is." The only thing I knew is we had one available spot. Yeah, and then we and ended then, up getting two players. So figure that one out. Yes, I can't wait till we get into those here in a second. Oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, start Grant, off with first. I'm ready. Well, let's let's finalize this Grant Williams thing. He got traded a three teamer. He's going to the Mavs now. That's probably a good fit with Luca. Honestly, that's you know, I, dude. They're adding if the if the uh, if the set if not the seven six the Trailblazers don't match Bible. Oh my gosh, that's going to be a great little defensive pair right there. Can't shoot for shit. But yeah, you're right about uh, defending. Um, the Spurs got Reggie Bullock in an unprotected pick swap. I think it's 2030, so still a ways out. And then the Celtics just got multiple second-round picks. I feel like they just have bukus of second-round picks now, like after the draft and everything. And we've seen what we ate. You've seen what the Grizzlies can do with second-round picks. Yeah, true. Um, let, so let's start off. Is there anyone you want to start off with, Jared? Can we do the Lakers? You want to do the Lakers? On I the feel like they, they spent a lot of money, and they made a lot of big moves. On the agenda, I just wrote down what the Lakers did because there was too much to type out. <laughs> uh, so what was it? Let's just go through the list here. They brought back D'Lo for two years, $37 million. Uh, Brought they back screwed. Austin Reeves. They screwed him. 
D'Lo? Yeah, no, uh, no, Austin Reeves. I was going to say, D'Lo needs to write him a thank you letter. Oh, God, dude. He got played off the court in the playoffs. Yeah. No, that Austin Reeves thing. I was listening to uh, Kevin O'Connor talk about this today. And was it with? It was with Vernon, yeah. I was yeah. say I, I listened to that yesterday, cutting grass. Yeah, he was talking about how the Lakers told teams that they would match whatever they offered, so teams just didn't make an offer. And then they were able to sign Austin Reeves for cheap. What was it? Four years, fifty-two million. Four years, uh, fifty-six million dollars. Six million. I mean, he was supposed to get a hundred million dollar contract. Bill Simmons was like, why didn't, like, the Spurs or the Pistons or the Jazz or someone just say, like, all right, we know you said you're going to match, but here's four years, $98 million. Be serious about it. There, I mean, here's the thing. If you look at it, too, the Lakers had no money. That's yeah. when their biggest thing is they have zero cap space. Yeah, make the Lakers make a decision. You either pay them $100 million, and then you have to miss out on a couple other guys that you want. Or worst case scenario, you get stuck with Austin Reeves. Like it's not that big of a deal. Dude, he's a he's that guy. Remember in the playoffs, yeah. he's him. I heard him yell it. And they got Roy Hachimura back. Which yeah, I I'm still lower on Rui than seemingly everybody is. Um, I know he killed us in the playoffs. So like, I'm fighting the struggle of like I've watched him not miss for six games, but I also think he stinks, and I don't know how to quantify that. I still think they I see. I think they got all their people, minus D'Angelo Russell, for cheap. They got Austin Reeves three for fifty two. They gave Rui three for fifty one. And then they got Tori and Prince three. You know, three years. Jesus, I just got in the habit of saying three. Had a two year. I think it was just one for four and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And then they took a big swing and a mean uh, miss on a big swing on a Jackson Hayes. Oh. The that boy nice Twitter is gonna love the Lakers this year. Whenever they get Jackson Hayes and uh, Cam Reddish on the court together, and then they got Cam Reddish. I don't. I see. I think Cam Reddish is a bust. Cam Reddish stinks. Remember, this was the guy we were supposed to get back when Ja was getting drafted. He stunk in college. And then uh, Gabe Vincent, three for thirty-three. See, I think that's more of a uh, that's more of a system guy in Miami. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see him and Struess outside of that Miami system. Struess, what, got four for 63? Yeah, four for 63. Which that one still makes no sense on a fit-wise, but. Yeah, because, I mean, are you moving Donovan Mitchell down to the three? I mean, your two guards are under 6'2". You have uh, Garland. Mitchell Struess that all kind of rotate the same spot. I mean, I guess when their mindset is, "Hey, we got two seven footers." Yeah, I would uh-huh. say it's it's fair. It's like, all right, well, if they drive past them, good luck scoring on Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. But I do think the Lakers they added depth and they got youth. So, and with LeBron and uh, AD, that's all. That's really all you need. Yeah, I like what the Lakers did. Uh, I wasn't as high on it as everyone else because I still have my Gabe Vincent questions. Uh, I've already said I think Cam Reddish is ass. Um, Torian Prince is good. Torian Prince, I think, like outside of Austin Reeves, bringing Austin Reeves back for that amount of money is really nice. Outside of that, I thought Torian Prince was the best signing they made. A big, he shot 39% from three last year. Mm-hmm. You get him on a cheap deal. He's played in big games before. So, 
I think it's stupid that the Timberwolves let him go. Like, literally let him go for nothing. Well, they had to give that extension to Ant. <laughs> yeah, they they need to move on from one of their bigs. I was reading, you know, they have. Well, they no, they don't need to move on from one of their bigs. They never should have brought in Gobert in the first place. You know how much money they have? Let me ask you this. You know how much money they have tied in to th- three centers? Rudy, Cat, and Nas Reed. Nas Reed, I know, is four for – are you talking annually or total? Just total. Uh, dude, I'm trying to think. I think it's about $540 million for all three. For all three, they have over $500 million in salary tied up to that. Yeah, I thought Rudy and Cat were both at 250 and then I know Reed just signed four for 40 Make that make sense. Especially when, like, I would just prefer to play Cat and Nas Reed. Dude, yes. That Rudy, yeah, there is. No, and here's the thing. Nobody wants to take Cat on that contract because apparently they're asking for at least half of the stuff they got back for Rudy Gobert if anybody wants it. They want, like, five first-rounders for Cat. To be fair, Cat is still young. Uh, and Cat's really good. Uh, I, I think Cat, we've talked about Cat, me and you have anyway, about how soft he is, but he's a really good basketball player regardless. Honestly, dude, like a Cat, uh, we'll talk about Dame later, but a Cat for Dame trade makes sense. That would make the Timberwolves probably a top five seed. You oh, had for him sure. And, and Rudy Gobert at the, dude, that's, and, uh, McDowell's, McDaniels, yeah, and McDaniel's, yeah, yeah, McDaniel's. Yep. And and your boy Slomo. Yep, Slomo. I mean, the big knock on Dame is that he can't defend. It's like okay, but we have Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniel's, uh, and Rudy Gobert, and Rudy Gobert back there behind you. Like we got it. <laughs> That's all you need. Um. All right, let's keep going down the list here. The biggest surprise to me, especially considering what happened a day later, tell me if you thought the same thing. Jeremy Grant got five years, 160. So that was a massive that was a massive one because then like a day later you had a dame say he wants out of Portland. Yeah. And apparently they knew that. So like why are you off if you're going full rebuild, why are you offering them five years, 160? So Kevin O'Connor made a great point on it. That's tying up your assets. Yeah. That's literally saying, hey, we have a guy on a somewhat affordable contract. Was it five years at 160? Yeah. I'm like, it's what, 32 million a year, something like that. It's a lot. It's a lot of back heavy, if I remember that correctly. Uh, it's basically you're tying up your assets that way. Down, If you have some teams this year with a couple young guys that are coming on, you can say, hey, Give us two expiring contracts, a first rounder, and we'll give you Grant. Yeah, there's always going to be a GM that thinks that he's one move away from from competing for a championship, and so. that frees you up 160 million dollars in cap space. Yep. Well, moving forward, what is it? Thirty? Yeah, like we said, about thirty million a year. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's just on the surface level. Whenever I saw that, I was like, oh my god, that's a big number. Uh, I think the biggest shocking one to me. I mean, it's, I know this is one we're probably going to get on in a second. It's just the amount of – is Kyle Kuzma staying in Washington. Kuzma's on here, four for 102. 
I had the same thought as with Kuzma that I had for Jeremy Grant. It's like you can't lose them for nothing, I guess, is the thought. So just keep them. Someone will want them and eventually. And then I'm still praying the there's going to be a day. I see breaking news from Shams, Kuzma coming to Memphis. Maybe we're too tied into like NBA Twitter and our brains are warped. Would you rather have Kuzma for a little bit over 25 mil a year? Or Jeremy Grant for over thirty million a year. I'd rather have Kuzma. I mean, Grant's a better defender, but man, Kuzma offensively is one is very tough. I think I'm with you. Kuzma's younger. And granted, fact- he's granted he's only ever put up empty stats on bad teams, but hey, and you look at the fact. Yeah, I think look at this lineup: a jaw bane. I'm um, still working on the three, maybe, but uh, Kuzma and Jaron. That's a very good lineup right there offensively. Stretching the floor for sure. Oh, God, it's John Jaron. Pick a high pick and roll all day, go, going to the basket, kicking it out to – Throw Kennard Devin. in the three. Maybe uh, Jake LaRavia after tonight? Maybe. I'm still sold on Z Island. I'm still there. <laughs> I haven't given up my stock yet either. But uh, – Speaking of guys that can stretch the floor, another one got a big payday. Uh, four for 108, Cam Johnson. That one hurt because I was hoping maybe <laughs> maybe by some miracle we do a sign it. We like landing a massive sign and trade. They want Dylan Brooks up there to help mold Mikel. Uh, I don't think he needs that. <laughs> one can hope out and out. I was praying, you know, maybe Jaron's been hanging out with him at FIBA a little, talking to him. Yeah. But, hey, he got paid. Did not think – that's probably one of the most shocking uh, signings of it all was Cam getting over $100 million. Yeah, I thought that was about right. I uh, See, I thought he was going to be in the 80s. What is he? He's 27, right? He was older yeah. whenever he came into the league. He was a four-year guy out of North Carolina. Well, he played at Pittsburgh before then. Yeah, he's 27 years old, so he's just starting his prime. He shoots lights out of the ball. He's a good defender. He's – Big wing that everyone's looking for. Four for one hundred eight makes sense for Cam Johnson, I think. Still I would have paid him that. Still praying we can get him somehow in Memphis. <laughs> It'd be nice. Um, big name going back to his team. We'll just throw both the bucks on here. How about that? Chris Middleton three for one hundred two, and Brooke Lopez two for forty eight. Uh, well, in the case of like we we have to run it back with these guys because we can't lose them for nothing. I think it's the last hoorah. Yeah. This is, they've literally, this is their last trip. I think this is their, probably their last two seasons. In I Milwaukee. think that, yeah, I think that Chris Middleton contract ends at the same time Giannis's does. So that would make sense. And well, then they got their brother. So apparently I was on the same ringer one. Uh, they said that the uh, Rockets and the Spurs drove up the asking price for Lopez. Yeah, the Rockets really wanted him. And apparently the deciding factor was on if uh, Robin came with Brooke. Robin had to be signed by who, no matter where he went, wherever Brooks went. That's such a weird, like, need. So now we've got the Ante Tacumbo brothers together, and now we've got the Lopez twins together up in Yeah, but you just, you just lost in the first round of the playoffs to an eight seed. I know Giannis got hurt, but, like, wouldn't you think that there's better ways to spend that money than oh, signing dude, a guy's brother? A crap ton of million ways, but 
I guess in their mind, the fact that, okay, Giannis was hurt, Middleton was hurt all year, because he killed me in fantasy. And then you lost. Sh- the Grizzlies have stretched it back out to 13, by the way. Back Let's to back go. to back threes by uh, Gilliard, Lofton, and Laravia again. Dude, let's go. Laravia's having a night. So uh, really Grizz, man. <laughs> uh, I think them losing Javon Carter is going to hurt them terribly. Where did he go? Good... Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. So they re signed, but they, I think they don't have a starting point guard because they've the Bulls just applied for an exception for Alonzo the other day. Alonzo. But they they signed Javon Carter and they re signed Kobe White, and they brought Vucevic back, right? When he then well, he yeah, got a three year deal. Cheap, yeah, three years, sixty million dollars. So, I mean, I I think the Bulls should go full rebuild mode, but they apparently oh. don't think so. And then that other point guard they have, Ao, whatever I can't pronounce his last name. Ao Desunmu. Desunmu, yeah, yeah, he's still available. That's sh- that shocks yeah. the heck out of me. He's he's a restricted free agent, especially, and we'll get to Bruce Brown in a second, but especially in a league where everyone is now all of a sudden looking for the next Bruce Brown, Ao would probably be one of the top candidates to become that. Oh, here's another shocking one for you. How about the New York Knicks creating the Villanova Wildcats? Yep, that was the next one on my list. Dante DiVincenzo signed for I'm a mind reader, baby. <laughs> Ooh, I, I know on mine, I, I became a fan of Dante at the very the week of Freighton. I was like, I really want this guy. And then you got somehow Josh Hart. I don't know why he opted back into his contract. I feel well, like he uh, kept got. I'm pretty sure they gave him the assurance that, like, hey, we're going to, like, if you opt in, we will have enough money to get DiVincenzo. I don't know if that still, like, pushes the needle there, but, hey. I mean, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, it's more fun than it was. I mean, R.J. Barrett's still a cancer to that team. Yeah, I mean, but you you have Josh Hart who can't shoot, R.J. Barrett who can't shoot. Uh, They got rid of Obi Toppin who couldn't shoot. Uh, so you got to have someone in there that can make a shot for you every now and then besides Jalen Brunson. Uh, and that I, I guess they've been using Julius Randle in that role, but uh, Julius Randle also is not a three-point guy, <laughs> despite what hey. he wants to believe. But if they add this lineup, man, that's kind of – so you got – what they're probably going to start rolling out is their closing lineup will be Brunson, DiVincenzo, Hart, probably Randle, and then uh, Mitchell. Robinson. Oh, yeah, Robinson. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, I think their local, their favorite, their top young guy, um, R.J. Barrett, won't be in their closing lineup. Darn. Let's get him to Memphis. <laughs> Would you take him in Memphis? Uh, Yeah, I'd take him. <clears throat> if uh, they I, wanted... hate, I hate his contract, but I'd take him. What, they give him a, a max? Uh, It was close to it. R.J. Barrett contract. That's a good thing about 2023, Jared. We just have uh, – okay, it wasn't nearly as much as I was thinking, but it's still expensive for a guy that you're saying is not going to be closing games for you. Four years, 107. So they said we want LaRavia and Roddy in a first. Would you do it for R.J.? I don't know. I, I am – I don't know how you feel. We haven't talked about this as Grizzlies fans. Me and you. Um, I'm kind of in wait and see mode with the wings right now. I don't have. I mean, hell, we got so many. Well, like, yeah, the news came out today that, like, well, it's not really news. It was just a guy speculating. And, of course, Grizzly's Twitter overreacted to it. But 
there was a thing that came out today. It was like, hey, the Grizzlies might be a team that would be interested in Kelly Oubre. And I was like, guys, we just got rid of Dylan Brooks. Like, do we really want great value ran Dylan Brooks on this team, like, right after that? I'm cool with just rolling out Roddy and Zaire and LaRavia and letting them figure it out. And then if you need to make a move at the deadline, make a move at the deadline. I wouldn't mind Kelly Oubre, but it's like, who do you get rid of? He's only the second person in NBA history that's ever averaged over 20 points per game and less than one and a half assists per game in that's an NBA what... season. Hey, shoot or shoot. But he can't shoot, Jared. <laughs> hey, how many times have we seen him over the years kill the Grizzlies? Uh, that's fine. I would rather him kill the Grizzlies from not on our team versus kill the Grizzlies from Listen, on our team. He deserves to be a Grizzly. We almost had him once. Yeah, I liked it a lot better whenever I thought we were giving up Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> Can I just say that was the happiest, like, 10 minutes of my life? And then it went to the saddest <laughs> 10 minutes. I was like, Marshawn Brooks. Who did we end up getting? We ended up getting uh, – it was a brother. Who was it? Uh, played at Washington. Uh, can't think of his name. So we got some random guy that year. Jaron's rookie year because – who was it? We ended up getting somebody god awful. Uh, I mean that was half the trades that we made. Yeah, this was it was the last one of the last seasons of Chris Wallace. Who was it? It was uh I'm pulling it up, sorry. Justin Holiday. Oh, I like Justin Holiday. He was terrible for us. I liked him a lot more than I like that I liked uh, Marshawn Brooks. I mean, you looking back at it, you know what we gave up for? We gave up Marshawn Brooks, Wayne Seldon Jr., and two second-round draft picks. Wayne Seldon was the one of the original cases. It was him and uh, Josh Shelby were two of the original cases of summer league. Really doesn't mean anything. God, I was, I was, hey, two K. I was a god with uh, Wayne Seldon. Everyone was. He was a guy that was like I remember like he killed it in Kansas. Then for some reason he went undrafted. We got him and. Got him on the team, makes you nervous. He sucks. <laughs> um, Kelly Oubre's stats last year, Jared, 20 points per game. We've already talked about that's good. 43% field goal percentage, 31 and a half from three. So, How many threes a game did he shoot? Do we know? Uh, I can pull that up. Also, who else on that terrible Hornets team could score besides uh, P.J. Washington? Didn't he sign in Dallas, or did I just misread He's still that? unsigned. He shot seven a game last week last year, Jared. That's fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. I would rather I would rather watch Jake Laravia flop around like a fish than sign Kelly Oubre. <laughs> uh, all right. We talked about him a little bit earlier. Bruce Brown got effectively one for twenty-two and a half. It could be two for forty-five if they. I think it's a player option, right? I thought it was a team option. Either way, whoever accepts that option could be two for 45. This is basically Indiana saying, like, hey, like, we have money to spend. We have to spend it on somebody. We know that you're going to help, so we don't mind overpaying for you. This is the way I took it anyway. Um, I thought it was a great sign. deal. Yeah. It's a good fit for him. Yeah, sure. Uh, I Tyrese, love Halliburton and Bruce Brown. Buddy Hield. Dude, that's – Miles hey. Turner. Uh, the Waller guy. Jarris Waller, Waller. Benedict, 
Jairus Walker, Benedict Matherin. I, I really like the Pacers. From the outside looking in, I don't know how good they're going to be in like the grand scheme of the NBA because well, the NBA the thing, so get hurt halfway through the year and be out forty games. Yeah, like yeah how did week. last year? Looking back did. at it, would you say that the Kings and Pacers trade? Would you say that was an even trade? Looking back at it now, I think both teams got exactly what they want. Yeah, it's one of the few like NBA trades that I think was a win-win. I mean. Kings got a star center. Pacers got two amazing guys. Who's the second guy? Buddy Hill? Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill fits the need. He's a big three and D. Wait, hey. Uh, can we jump to the Grizzlies? We can jump to the Grizzlies. What are your thoughts on it? I thought this was uh, hey, we need we need a babysitter, so to speak. So here's Derek Rose. <laughs> I mean, they were – Carmen was not lying to us when he said after the – on draft night, when he said, do not expect anything flashy. Right. And then they got roped into this Dylan Brooks deal, which we'll touch on here in a second, and who knows what that's going to end up being. But Hey, but if Jaws if Ja can't learn from Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose, then Jesus – then he yeah, can't be saved. There's just nothing he can do. He don't want to be um, saved, just like the song. Now, this is not a basketball move. I mean, Derrick Rose might help in some way, shape, or form, but this is a mentorship signing. They, because Ja has stated how much he looks up to him. Ja worships Derrick Rose. I played his, uh, try to like get his game just like him. This is a guy that you're literally saying, hey, Derrick, sit beside this guy. Live with him. Please do something. And he's rocking the 2-3 again. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to buy that. You, jersey. you, we gotta get one. <laughs> like I, that will. I buy one jersey a year, and that's gonna be my one jersey I buy this year. It's gonna be a Derrick Rose jersey. Um, I want to save the Suns for last. Not the Suns. I want to save the Rockets for last because that has the wow. most to talk about. Uh, Suns. They had like four and a half dollars to spend, and they and they, they spent it pretty effectively. <laughs> Eric Gordon for two years, six million dollars. Yeah, that that's a uh, hey. I am old. I'm tired of playing on these shit teams. Like I would like to win a ring, please. <laughs> and then they got they got our favorite Grizzly and hustle player ever, Utah. Utah Watanabe shot forty four. The low low last year. Yeah, the guy that is literally fine just being a role player. Yep. Uh, Josh Akoji, they re-signed. Uh, Kata Bates job, they re-signed or they re-signed him or just bring him back. I don't know. They just they they signed Drew a lot Eubanks. of. Chemezi, Metu, yeah, Drew Eubanks. They sound a lot of guys that, like, if you don't pay attention to basketball, you just be like, that's a made-up name. But pretty solid role players considering the budget that they were operating on. So kudos to the Suns for that. I mean, hell, they had 75% of their money tied into four players. Yep. Um, and then we'll talk about this. So the Rockets had to spend a ton of money to get to that 90% floor that we talked about. They – Signed Fred Van Vliet for three years, 130, and Dylan Brooks for four years, 80 million. Um, thoughts, Jared? I will open the floor to you. Uh, how can I get in the NBA? I can, I, I can shoot just as good as them. The, the only person in the league that took more threes and made less than Dylan Brooks last year was Fred Van Vliet. Both of them shot even from the floor. Both of them shot under under forty percent from the floor. And uh, Dylan Brooks has said numerous times that he wants a larger role. 
Uh, and that seems like the opposite of what you would want to to throw into a lineup with Javari Smith and Jalen Green and all those guys. I mean, hell, they got money to blow, but good God. Yeah. This is one of those like it's like do you you're trying to build a team. Like you got you got two budding stars in it, Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. I have no clue how it's all gonna fit together. I know that they yeah. needed to sign vets to like do something, but I don't know if they signed the right ones. Oh, you saw them the wrong ones. I hey, I I I think with Dylan Brooks, I can say I think that's the wrong signing. Fred Van Vliet, I have no clue yet, but over or under Dylan Brooks uh, shot attempts when he comes back to Memphis fifty. It, oh, it's gonna be what'd you say that? Fifty. Fifty? Oh, it'll be less than fifty. Because he's uh, he's getting dirty will, for sure. Yeah, but email will take him out by then. Um <laughs> but he's gonna try to pop off. And, and like the thing is he need he said he wanted more shots whenever he was on a team with Ja, Jared, and Desmond Bain. And now he's going to a team that doesn't have any of those three guys, like you know he's gonna be jacking shots. I think he's the oldest player on that team. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Unless they still have Kelly Olenek, he's the oldest guy. That's a terrible move. They're about to – he's going no, to – Kelly Olenek plays for the Jazz, is he not? Uh, I know he played for them recently. Let me see. Do they are going to be terrible. Yeah, he plays for the Jazz. My bad, my bad. You're, I know he good. played for them. Hey, but um, they got my boy Sagoon. Yeah, I love Shingoon. Uh, all right, quick winners and losers, Jared. Uh, Rockets, my big – I don't know. I would say the Rockets are my big loser because I just don't think it's going to fit well, but they had to spend the money on somebody. Uh, biggest loser, man, I'm going with – I'm going with the Raptors. They, they did nothing. nothing. They did. Yes. They did. They they lost their star point guard for nothing. They can't decide whether or not they want to trade or sell OG or Pascal. And they they suck. Um, big winner. You have a big winner. I do. I have. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean, my notes out, I have the the Lakers just because I like kind of like all the role players they got there. And I feel like with what they got, they just need solid role players. And I think if LeBron can get these guys to buy in, hey, you're, you're bench players. And the fact they got Austin Reeves for $54 million still. May, yeah, may- I, don't, I don't really like what anyone did in free agency a whole heck of a lot. I'll say the Suns because now they actually have a team that they can put on the court. Um, but yeah, the Lakers are probably the winner. I don't like a lot of what they did, but getting Reeves back for that cheap was so so impressive. Um, quickly, we'll hit on this because I know we're running out of time. Uh, Halliburton, Lamelo, Desmond Bain, Demonis Sabonis, and Anthony Edwards all got their rookie extensions. So congrats to all of them. Most of them got maxed out. I think Bain and Sabonis were the only ones that didn't get that two sixty. Hey, uh, if Bain if if Bain didn't break his toe, yeah. He would have got the 260. And then quickly here, Jerry, we don't need to go into full detail because it hasn't happened yet. We have two trade requests out there, James Harden, Dame Lillard. Give me your prediction. Where do you think each of them land? Uh, I think Dame ends up in San Antonio. 
Okay. It's impressive. I think he wants to end up playing with Pop. And the here's the thing, the Spurs have stuff they can give away and still be fine for the future. Uh now James Harden, I don't know. That's a tricky one. I think James is gonna stay put in uh Philly. I also think James is gonna stay put in Philly because I just don't know who's gonna want him. And I think Maury can do some sort of magic where he's like, hey, if you just stick it out this year, we'll figure out a way to pay you enough to make it comfortable. Yeah. Um, I do think James can end up in Miami. They have by we don't need to discuss like the the details, but they have by far the worst package to offer. Uh, the Pelicans have a better package. We talked about the Sixers if they wanted to open if they wanted to trade uh Maxi. Uh we talked about the uh, uh, Timberwolves. We you mentioned the Spurs. They have a, a package that they can offer. The Jazz have a ton of picks they can offer. Boston could get involved if they wanted to. Oh God! Um, but I've been conditioned in this league to think that players eventually get to where they want to go. And Dame has said several times already that he wants to go to Miami. So I think whatever. Th- like is going on with this Dylan Brooks signing trade that's looping everything in and all this kind of stuff. Eventually it's going to turn into like some huge Dame package to where Portland gets enough <laughs> and he ends up being routed to Miami somehow. God, I kill myself. He ends up, that's going to be a stack team, Bam, Jimmy and Dame. Yep. And it all works together. Um, But Jared, I think that's all the time we have. I appreciate you coming on. I would hey, tell you. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I would tell you to plug your stuff, but uh, we've kind of already hinted to our listeners. You guys will be back next week, so uh, we'll leave it up to them. Um, but, guys, thank you all for listening this week, and uh, we'll see you next week for some Ben 10 action. Let's go.